Inflation is no joke right now, you guys. So today we're gonna talk about it and also talk about some tips and tricks on how to beat it. Hi guys, welcome back to Heartway Farms. Thanks for joining us. And we're gonna talk about how to beat inflation. Well, how do you ever really beat inflation, but how to deal with it, Just right? Just how to deal with it, because it, it really is, it's real for people right now. Do us a favor real quick, before we get too far into it, hit that subscribe button and go ahead and check out all of our links for everything over at the website. We have our online store and all of our other links that we have on there, so. Yeah, so I was at the grocery store the other day and I mean, we go, I, we bulk purchase, you guys have, have probably seen that if you've been a part of the Heartway Farms family, you know we do Azure Standard, Country Life Naturals, yeah. we've been to Aldi, done different stock up videos, uh, but if you haven't seen those yet, go check out those videos and just see how and why we stock up and you know, we don't necessarily love saying you know crazy preppers but we do like to be resilient josh's favorite word you guys know and uh, just be ready be able to cook at home and provide healthy food for our family uh, home cooked meals and all of that right i was at the store the other day and this is just a local you know walmart this isn't anything fancy and suddenly i don't know what what happened, but suddenly it dawned on me, I need to pay attention to prices because sometimes you just go through the motions. If you know you buy these certain things every time you go to the store, you don't always pay attention to the price. You just grab it and go. You know, I'm always busy in a hurry, good. You, there's things to do at home, and I just, this time when I went, I really paid attention. Right. And I noticed a couple things uh, that are on my regular purchase list were almost doubled had almost doubled right and uh, I realized I was like okay I need to start thinking about how we're purchasing things and what's important and what's not important in this season and it, it got me thinking of kind of taking some proactive steps on kind of attacking this inflation head on right um, and some of the examples of the things that that I saw were like um, we, uh, these aren't even organic items, first of all, but one one of the items we really like are Honeycrisp apples. Mm -hmm. And we don't grow those yet. We have them in the ground, but they're not producing yet for us. So we're excited someday to have our own apples. <laughs> and we do usually get some apples from a local orchard in uh, Michigan when we go. And the Honeycrisp apples used to be five something a bag. And used to be, I mean, within the last year. Right. And they were $9 right. at the store. And I was like, okay, we're a family of eight. <laughs> There's a bag of eight apples. A bag of eight <laughs> apples, you know? Yeah. And so you begin to think about it. And I was like, okay, all right. And I love buying fresh fruit and veggies. That's mm -hmm. our favorite, right? And we're just coming into garden season. And so, no, you know, nothing's producing quite yet. We're getting lettuce and spinach and stuff like that, but right. we're not able to provide huge amounts of our veggies yet. And so I bought, I bought uh, some apples. I was, I was like, Oh, you know, I was gritting my Big teeth right? <laughs> and I bought some apples and then I went on to look at the grapes and they were $4 and 15 cents a pound versus a dollar 99 or 99, 99 cents. cents. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, you could always, yeah. always, always, always find a sale. Red grapes, so let's yeah. say you didn't care what color grapes you got. You could get them for 99 cents a pound. Right. So I didn't buy grapes. I was like four fifteen a pound. Wow. Yeah. You know, those are gone in like 15 minutes in our house. I also, I was looking at some um, pre-packed 
packaged ham. And now granted, I do buy a, a better quality because I don't like the junk in there. In there, And uh, we also don't, that's one animal that we don't raise right. ourselves. We don't raise our own pastured pigs. So, you know, ham for ham sandwiches and different things. And uh, the package, again, from a year ago had gone from being five something to being nine. And so this is more than what are, what are they saying inflation? What are they saying? Yeah. Like 8.5% or yeah, something whatever. like that? No, no, no. That's not true. And that's something true. to touch on real quick though is, is that, so with inflation comes, you know, the, the increased cost of everything, fuel, food, we all the basics, right? We don't even need to talk right? about fuel, right? And then, and then like for instance, there are those in different jobs that they get an annual cost of living raise or something like that. And you're like, oh, I got a raise. Well, you didn't get you didn't get a raise at all when yeah. you're spending more money for each of those items. Right. So, what are some of the things that we're doing to, as a family who's, I, I'm the income provider, yep. and then we've got the farm stuff here. Yep. Um, so we have a couple different streams of income, but, but really we have one income. staple income yeah. is what we have. Josh right? works outside of the home right. at at a full time job, and then really the farm. Is, is an expensive endeavor to yes. maintain. Yeah. Uh, and I, this was interesting too, because I was, we'll share what we are doing in just a second, but yeah. it was, it dawned on me the other day, usually when you are doing like a, a homestead like we are, and we're raising our, our own chickens for meat, and we sell those as well to right. the community. We raise grass-fed lamb, we uh, sell eggs, we sell raw honey. We do all of those things locally. And usually you could always, assume mm -hmm. that you as a homestead, as a farm, were going to be more expensive than someone who was go than a person who was going to Walmart and buying right. meat there. Right. That is not the case anymore. Well, and you know what I just thought about? We're not raising our prices as, as aggressively as these stores. We are not even close. <laughs> maybe, maybe we need to reevaluate. But we are also, the feed is going up significantly too. Yes. So these, everything is in this weird right. flux of, okay, um, we need to reevaluate some things right. and we need to look at how we're doing things and come up with a strategy to kind of offset what is happening. And so okay. that's what we're going to talk about today. Some of these things may be obvious. Some of these things you might be like, oh, I hadn't thought about that yet. So that's why we're sitting down and talking about it because it was, it's been on my mind and my heart right. and we're going to just talk about it with all of you. And, and once again, the whole point of this is we're not addressing it from a fear standpoint. No, never. You have to be intentional. You have to actually take this information and then take action to help to try to stop gap or mitigate. Yeah. Um, the inflation that's out there. So yeah, this is happening. I haven't figured it out yet. Money is still not growing on trees. <laughs> <laughs> if you, we can figure that out, that would yes. be ideal. But um, it even goes beyond that yes. for me because, uh, as Josh already said, it's not about fear. It's uh, we don't we don't stock our root cellar in our pantry because of fear. We do it to be wise and right. to have a strategy for when these things come and like. Times like right now, right. when things cost so much, you have to have a strategy. You can't just say, oh, we'll just live in faith and never have action behind Correct. it. We've covered this before in previous videos. And so if you haven't seen those yet, go check them out. But just, we have to be proactive people. Right. Um, you know, that's kind of why we do what we do mm -hmm. on the homestead is to, you know, make sure we know where our food's coming from, that we have provision for our family and for our, our farm and for Josh's parents and right. for all these different things. And um, it's, it's the heart behind it. So don't be afraid, be proactive, right. right? Be ready. And so that's what this is about. So let's talk about some things you and I have talked about. Sure. 
and strategies on how we can kind of beat inflation in little ways here on our homestead. Right. So first of all, stop buying prepackaged food. It's always more expensive than cooking from scratch at home. Right. And we have a whole series called Cooking from Your Stockpile. If you need ideas for simple, basic, yep. Uh, food staple items. Staple yeah. items. There's ways to do it homemade. There's way to do ways to do it prepackaged. Let's say you don't raise your own meat birds, but we do. That's okay. Right. Find your local farms. Anyway, we cover all that in other videos. We can't cover it today. Go back and and watch all of those. Right. But these are easy meals that you can cook from scratch. No matter what, even if you are kind of like not buying 100% organic, 100% all natural, right. it's still better than going through the drive-through and buying fast food. Cook at home. You will save yourself money, plus you're gonna have leftovers, right, right. later? So we'll cover that in just a minute. Um, but make your food at home. Buy your grains in bulk. Buy these things in bulk so that you can learn how to cook at and home. And just to clarify, because I, you're, when you talk about not like buying prepackaged food, you're like talking about complete pre-made food, right? Right. But like, there's like, if you have a pasta that you're gonna put together with a sauce that you make, something like that, right. then that would be that would be what we're talking about with cooking from your stockpile, cooking from home, right? Right. So, okay. for example, instead of going to the store and buying a uh, a nine by thirteen Stouffer's lasagna. There you go. You come home and you make it at home. Noodles, sauce, right? Meat. So some okay. of the items we keep in our stockpile, we keep. We know how to make homemade pasta. We've shared that with you guys before. If you haven't seen it, you know you can look at that. But we store store bought right. uh, pasta, dry pasta in the root cellar in mason jars. So that's this is what I'm saying. Right. Instead of buying. Pre-made pizza, make homemade pizza, make right. your homemade mozzarella cheese, you know, do these things because cheese, uh, cheese is expensive, expensive right. butter is expensive. Find your local farms and find your raw milk sources and then learn these skills. I was listening to Carolyn from Homesteading Family on one of her videos and she, I loved this, I thought it was so sweet. She said, I give you permission that once you learn a skill to go ahead and buy those things from the store again, just because you learn a skill right. doesn't mean you have to make everything from scratch for the rest of Sometimes your life. You just Easy. That's too much. Yep. Yes. And that's kind of what this cooking from the stockpile video is like right. learn how to make your own cream of chicken soup, but also have store-bought yeah. if you need to. It's cheaper. It's easier to do it that way. So right now in this season, you need to know the skills, but you also just need to, to be able to, to find the affordable way to right. do it. And almost always, almost yeah. Always, it is cheaper to cook meals at home than it is For to sure. go out. Yeah. I mean, let alone we're not even addressing going out to eat as mm -hmm. a family. Our family—that's yeah, that's a whole yeah. different topic. Taking well eight like people out to eat, right? Overtime for like ninety hours to do that. Um, uh, okay, so moving on to the second point, which I already touched on a little bit: eat leftovers. So, I don't care if. It's not my kids, if it's my kids' preference to not eat leftovers, they're going to eat leftovers. <laughs> picky, <laughs> picky eaters get reduced. Yeah, I, and, and it's funny because, you know, I do have a few picky eaters yes. in my household. And William is one of them. Uh, we love him, he's just a picky eater. And the rule is, if you're not gonna eat what mommy's making, you get to eat salad. And he will choose that, he chooses that. And we grow our own salad, so that's a cheap food for me to shovel full, you know, he gets lots of spinach, lots of, lots of fresh, uh, right. fresh greens from the front kitchen garden. And uh, that's his choice, and I don't mind that. Um, so when you're cooking from home, and from our stockpile, or from the raw, the raw goods, um, 
there's there's sometimes you have a thought process on ha- on making leftovers intentionally. I because I, I know I'm sometimes. I'm kind of tailing into this one here on purpose because the the other one is cooking in proper proportions that you're going to talk about yes. here. So help me out with that because do you intentionally choose to make extra of some items to have leftovers? Yes, sometimes. So if you are already going through the process of making a pot of rice, I make double the amount of rice uh, so that I'm going through the process once. So this is more of a time management thing. I would make double the amount of rice so that we can use that rice for, let's say, our homemade pineapple fried rice recipe, as well as eating it either in another meal, like a vegetable soup where we like to put rice in it or or our, like, let's say we're making homemade ramen, then you have rice as a side. Rice is a great filler. Uh, Chicken and rice, you know, so there's all these different things that you can kind of be strategic about it when you're going through the process. But just because you have extra rice around doesn't mean, oh, just go feed that rice to the chickens or discard that food. Don't let that food go bad. Be strategic about kind of how you're using your food. Let's say, I mean, if you don't like leftovers, then cook in the proper portions so that you are consuming that whole meal. There you go, okay. That's kind of what I mean with cooking in proper portions. Okay. So you have to have a strategy. For me, I I like leftovers because I can use that for a future meal, but some families just don't like leftovers. So or like you said, if you're case, taking the time to make, let, or, uh, make rice right. once, make it in bulk at exactly. all one time. As okay. long as you don't let it go bad. You, right. If you begin to pay attention to waste in your home. This is a this is a very important point. Okay. If you begin to pay attention to waste, you most likely will realize that there is excessive amount of food waste right. in your home. Which thankfully ours goes to the chickens. It does. However, it still it costs still a costs lot. <laughs> money. So yes, I, it's a way to rationalize it. Okay, so yes, we're gonna scrape half your plate that you didn't right. eat into a tub, you know, and give it to the chickens. Well, yes, that's great, but it's still human good quality food because I'm not buying garbage Correct. currently. So for, in my opinion, it's, I'd rather just feed the chickens their food right. and become more efficient at portion control and leftover control. And uh, this tails into another point. So right. when we're talking about portion control, I have begun serving, especially the little children, right. their portions. And because you guys know kids' eyes are bigger than their tummies and they will be starving, you know, in their opinion, before dinner and will fill up that plate and eat a very small portion of that. Well, then that's if daddy's not going to eat the leftovers, depending on whatever, uh, then that goes to the chickens. Well, I've started portion controlling everybody. I don't mind if they come back for seconds, but I'm not going to just put it there and chuck it full of food and waste that food. I hate that. Like, so they're growing kids. They can eat as much as they, they want to. Just don't pile it on the first time around right. and then have it go to waste. Because I do that. I'm guilty of that as well. Okay. You put you put food on your plate and you're like, oh, I thought I was going to be able to Deal. eat all this and now I can't. Eyes are bigger than your stomach. Yes, it yeah. is because you're hungry. You know. And also, this takes us right into kind of another point of it is um, – the way that I like to do this with mm-hmm. our family, and it doesn't, it depends on what we're making, but I like to start with the fruit and veggies first, mm-hmm. fill up tummies with uh, the good stuff, the good stuff, the healthy stuff, get everybody full of salads, which we're growing our greens. So right now, those organic greens are cheap for us right. because all we're paying for is seeds, right? Right. And we'll talk about that more later. But when you are growing your own food, you feel 
like, okay, I didn't just spend $10 on a package of organic spinach. We have pretty much as right. much spinach as we want right now. You're going through your list very efficiently right now because you just went right into I know, I've number, got <laughs> grow your organic greens. We're, we'll get there, we'll season. get there. I like we'll get it there. No, no, this no, no. is good. You guys, I've got a cheat sheet, so I don't. These are my personal notes for my family because yes. I want to be intentional right. in all things. You know, we've talked about this, but being proactive and intentional. So you start with like your greens, fill up your tummy with as much of the good stuff. I do this anyway, kind of like if, if we're doing a smoothie or something for lunch, again, using our fresh uh, veggies right. in a smoothie, then I want the kids to eat that first before they move on to, let's say, uh, a sandwich or different things like right. that. I want the good stuff first. So fill up on those things and then move on so that the portions are a little bit more under control with right. the main meal. And I feel like smoothies are a great way too, just thinking about it, is like when stuff's getting ready to go to bolt or it's yes. getting like getting it kind of ahead of itself, you can just chop off the heads of it and put that into a smoothie and it's still really good nutritious stuff. Well, and like strawberry tops, yes. like you, we put those in smoothies, we freeze all of those little extra things that right. maybe you don't wanna eat fresh and we put those into smoothies. Those things can be fillered, great nutrition. There's no reason for those things to go yeah, to waste. Yeah, they're not junk. Yeah, back, just, I mean, yeah, not when, things are, when things are cheap, you know, you don't feel bad feeding the strawberry tops to the rabbits or feeding it, but I mean, it, it's, it is something to consider right. because there's a time and season for those things, but there's there's a time and season to, you know, really rein it in. So when you are growing your own greens, in Illinois here, we it is green season. It's cool weather, it's not hot yet. We have, uh, we have as much spinach as we want. We have as much mixed greens as we want. Right. And we will continue to have that until it starts getting cold. And in the kitchen garden, Julianne did some high density planting up Very. there too, right? So yeah. we've got like some cut and come again type lettuces. Exactly, and okay. we're not letting those go to maturity really. We're gonna be cutting those when they're so kind they of like back. a microgreen type of thing-ish, okay. right? So baby, baby greens is what we're doing. We just had them last night. They're delicious. Yeah. There's no bitterness. Soft, tender, good. They're great. Yeah. And um, so for the garden season, um, you know, that's, that's wonderful. Most all of you can implement this. You can start growing your own greens. Even like a two by house, two spot. Right yeah. outside. I don't care if you live in a neighborhood, start growing your own greens. Right. You can grow spinach easy. You can grow, uh, microgreens or mixed greens right. easily. And so for these next several months, this should not be an issue for most of you who are watching this, because even if the only thing is if you're in a really hot climate, you're going to want to give them shade so they don't become bitter and right. all of that. But something I want you guys to consider right now for the future, because that's why we think ahead. Right. So we're more resilient, right? Right. Um, start considering a microgreens setup. Right. Um, so right now is great, we can grow everything outside, but in Illinois, that's a very short season. Probably right? another series that we're gonna be releasing here eventually, right? But I'm Help just giving out. you a right. little insight right now. Right. Begin looking into a, mi uh, a microgreens uh, setup yeah. for inside your house right. or inside of a barn or inside of a structure of some kind. And Literally like one baker's rack yep. size is what you need. Begin yeah. planning now for this winter. Right. So when you don't have fresh greens outside, begin planning now to have fresh greens all winter long. Right. That's coming soon. We're gonna talk more about that on another video. So also in that same vein of things that we're talking about, now, now is a good time to begin when you're meal planning and you're coming up with a strategy for your meals for that week. Mm -hmm. There are some foods that just 
don't fill your tummy up at all for kids especially and there's some that are like hearty we were talking about rice rice is very affordable and you can have that as a side to help fill up your plate and uh instead of you know i'm trying to think of things where they're they're just so they keep on being hungry right sweet potatoes baked potatoes um, these are great options to add into any meal mm -hmm. because you can buy them at an affordable cost. And, you know, and right now we're buying them because we, our garden is not, our potatoes are not in our, you know, that we, right. we don't grow sweet potatoes here very well in Illinois. So we still have to buy those, but they're still affordable. Right. So come up with, if you, you know, kind of just go to the store and just buy whatever you feel like buying. Right. Versus don't shop hungry. Don't <laughs> shop hungry. He is the worst at shopping hungry. I cannot take him to the store when he's hungry. Um, and I'm sure you guys have husbands that do the same thing and kids. <laughs> I'll do that. But uh, go in with a strategy. This is where we don't really care about what we feel like. We care about putting nutritious stuff that's going to fill up our bodies and come up with a plan accordingly. Being intentional, yep. Being intentional about how mm -hmm. you are planning your meals and how you're going to fill up tummies with good stuff. Mm -hmm. And really, it'll end up being a healthier option for you because those Real foods, those whole real foods are going to be way better for you than anything prepackaged, right. pre-made from the store, right? So when you're, as you're being strategic with creating your meals and planning accordingly, think ahead. So think if I buy this whole chicken from a local farmer, right. not only am I going to have that whole chicken as a meal, so I will roast that and uh, shred it, you know, because even taking a whole chicken and just putting that and serving that, you're actually gonna get more, you can actually get two meals out Correct. of that whole chicken alone by putting it in more of like a casserole type thing, Correct. like chicken and rice or our cheesy chicken recipe or putting it in a pasta dish, right? Mm -hmm. So you can take that whole chicken, shred it and turn it into two meals. Then you take the carcass of the chicken and you put it in your Instapot, your pressure cooker or whatever, and you create a, a delicious bone broth with great nutrition. And you're going to turn that into another meal. You're right. going to turn that into a soup or into a stew. So this is where you can take one whole chicken and literally turn it into three meals, right? right? So this is what I mean about being intentional and coming up with a plan so that you can be like, okay, I never thought about that. I thought I just threw away the bones of the chicken. No, we're gonna turn that into nutrition for our families. Right. I mean, I'm not a great chef, but I'm thinking you throw a chicken carcass in there, you get your bone broth, your scraps, you get some of that rice that you made up, you throw some veggies in there and you got a soup. And you got a soup, Just right? like that, right? You can <laughs> Once your garden is, is in, you've got fresh celery, you've got fresh carrots, yes. and you've got chicken noodle soup or there whatever. You go. So, but you can use that, um, we even just keep a bone broth on hand if someone's not feeling well, you just warm that up gently and sip on it, right? right? Because these are good nutritional things for our families to keep in our stockpile, in our root cellar, in our pantry. Okay, another tip is to take things that are disposable. In our minds, we live in a disposable world, Absolutely. right? We've talked about this before. Right. And changing our thinking and making those disposable things reusable. Okay, shout out if your grandma made you save things like aluminum foil baggies <laughs> baggies yeah. or like i remember like tissue paper and wrapping paper my right. grandma would save gift bags everything yeah. well i saved gift right. bags too but suddenly we're coming into a season of all of our lives that maybe we haven't experienced before to where we understand why grandma used to save aluminum foil right and suddenly when you're spending the money on these uh 
disposable products and you realize that these are getting more and more and more expensive, suddenly it doesn't seem so disposable. Right. So my strategy here is to begin really thinking about it. What can we save? Right. What can we wash? You know, if I have used a baggie for a certain breads or whatever like that, you just it's use it like again. Nasty, yeah. yeah, or wash it. I have a friend who who always washes her Ziploc bags and saves them because she doesn't want to be wasteful. Is that Tiffany? And, yeah. <laughs> and oh well, she used to. I don't know if she still does, but um but it's wise though. It's, it's wise. wise. Make your money stretch. There's just a reason right now is the reason to do that. Right. So take disposable items and stop throwing them away until you have to, until they're ruined. There you go. Um you know there's some things that it's unavoidable, but that's, a, I think that's a big strategy. There's no reason why we can't start reusing these products. Right. So we've gone through the list that you have of inside cooking, planning, eating, consuming, right? Um, you asked me to talk about a couple things here, how we can reduce some other costs here on the farm. And the, the couple that I went through was prioritizing projects around the homestead and cutting non-essential items. I'm just gonna kind of put those both in the same little bracket. Okay. There. So uh, prioritizing projects around the homestead. So we know that the basics of the homestead for all things are water, 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 and then food, shelter, and then our future growth plans. So we have learned that we have to prioritize those things in getting them done because we might have a master list of you know great things to do, but maybe buying lumber for a structure when it's the highest that it's been in the last 20 years isn't the wisest thing to do. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that we stop all farming activities and we just say, you know what, this is too expensive and throw our hands in the air. But maybe the things that are non-essential um, that we don't need to tackle right now, we delay them for a season. Yeah. Um, and we focus. We, we've, there's also some things that we've chosen that like Water is life. We need water at the farm. Our, we've talked about this before. We're going to dive into it in a later video. Yeah. Um, but we have invested in prioritized sections of the farm, and water is numero uno right now for us. We have to take care of that. And so we haven't been able to push that one off to the side. Um, so prioritizing what you're doing, um, using your time wisely with that stuff, and getting those projects taken care of. But then on the flip side, things that aren't necessary or that, that can be delayed, go ahead and delay them. So come yeah. up with a plan, come up with your basic core needs, and maybe something simple. Maybe you have uh, some chickens and you have a, a, an area of your pasture that's not really productive and you throw some seed down on there for some fodder, right? That's really rather inexpensive. You get some seed down there, you get some more mass growth going, and then you put your chickens on there or your rabbits on there or whatever, you grow some fodder. Um, but staying prioritized and staying focused in the area. The other one is cutting non-essential things. Uh, I was watching the Fit Farmer the other day and he reminded me of like things that we did years ago because we're just active here at the farm. So I don't have gym memberships. I've thought about it in the past, um, but I don't- Every day is a gym membership yeah. here. <laughs> we, do, we, do, we do Farmer's CrossFit here. Um, which is lots of <laughs> lots of cardio, lots of walking, lots and of sweating, lots sweat of sweating. therapy. Is yes. that a real thing? I don't know. Yeah. I don't lots do hot yoga because <laughs> I have clothes that you can oh, see how hot I've man. been for the day. Yeah. Um, so the point of it is, is cutting non-essentials, and and we're in a season. In, those of us in the northern hemisphere, um, you know, we're in work season right yeah. now. So. Um, you know, maybe you have the ability to cut a gym membership. Maybe you have the ability to cut some subscriptions on some things 
Um, something I learned years ago, and this is totally not related, but like if you have a, a credit or debit card, sometimes it's wise just to go into your banking system and say, I want to get a new number issued to me and a new card issued to me because it really makes you focus and be intentional on getting rid of stuff that you maybe signed up for oh, subscription at one point in time in a subscription for. world. And you, it, you, so you have to go back through, it's kind of a pain, but you have to go back through and intentionally allocate those funds to those things that were important to you, figure out what's important to you and you know cut off the fat um, from your expenses. So. So not only in your grocery bill, yes. cut off the fat, right. um, begin to, I don't mean to yeah. begin to, I say this almost every video that we sit down and talk with you guys, but find your local farmers, yeah. Be, buy in bulk from them, get your freezer full of beef, get your freezers full of chicken, can yeah. up your chicken, have it in your root cellar waiting for you so that when you're in a pinch, you have a quick yeah. meals per, or in your pantry if you don't have a root cellar. You have those quick meals accessible to you where you can throw together something nutritious and hearty for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, be not only str strategic in your menu, but this goes along with what you're saying. Be strategic about where you're going, when you're going, how you're going. Can you, you couple know, can you couple car trips together into one like a get route? Get them all you know? done at once. You know, we years ago already cut the fat when it comes to kind of like the family going like this. Right. So we don't do that. We do life at home. We do life on the farm, um, and right. we're we are at peace with that. You right. know, and. Um, just begin to look at what the priorities are and begin right. to kind of bring that focus in and and focus on the important things. Yeah. So I think I think wrapping it up is that you've gone over a lot of ways of being intentional, uh, being strategic, um, having some, don't overthink it, don't make it overwhelming, but just have a process of going through using your little list that you come up with um, and cutting off the fat in all areas is really, I mean, that's it's easier said than done, obviously, yeah. but going through how you're consuming things, going through how you're prepping things, going through how your secondary uses, you know, if you're gonna feed your chickens with your scraps, make sure you're doing it with the true scraps, yeah. not just the, not the, the eyes too big food. and, yeah. you know, the plates of leftovers, yeah. right? All right, you guys, keep planning, keep thinking, come up with your, your lists and have a, have a plan of attack yes. as you go into your day. Be intentional yeah. in all things. And uh, I wanna hear from you guys below in the comments. What are you seeing? What, what's, you know, what prices are rising? What challenges are you guys facing in your area? What are some of the things that you're doing to save money? Yeah, you know, give us, give us so your ideas. So that people can come and read in the comments below yeah. and we can work on this together. We are all all in this together. We appreciate you guys and we'll see y'all soon. Have a blessed day.